Get off my grass! Welcome one and all, friends, family, and fans. Welcome to the Old Man's Podcast. So you guys know my catchphrase. You've heard it a bunch of times. You're probably sick of hearing it. But in case you forgot, why should you listen to the Old Man's Podcast? Well, that's simple. Because no one has ever told the story of a wise young man. Well, not in this episode. I am going to prove myself wrong, and you are going to hear the story of a very wise, very young man. On my mind for this episode is going to be a nine-year-old's post-game wrap-up for Halloween in 2022. Yes, an engaging story of Halloween fun from a nine-year-old, a wise young man. You're gonna love it. Staying with the Halloween theme, we are going to have a Halloween-centric trivia. Evan, I remember when segment on sports parents, sports parents, things have changed considerably. Because I respect your time and I don't want to go on and on forever, I'm going to keep pep talk really quick. We're going to talk quickly about family. And uh, that means I'm skipping a funny thing happened to me. The reason I'm skipping the funny thing happened to me segment is you are all going to be hearing that funny thing live as it occurs. That's the interview with the nine-year-old on Halloween. So what am I waiting for? Let's get this thing going. What's on the old man's mind this week? Well, it's still Halloween. Last episode, I was anticipating Halloween, namely the candy. This week, following Halloween, it makes me feel young again. Let's face it, Halloween is a holiday for children. Whenever Halloween comes around, for old people like me, we remember a couple of things. One, when we were children and what Halloween and trick-or-treating meant to us, And then later on, when we became parents and had young children, and how much fun that was trick-or-treating with them. So I thought I'd do a wrap-up of Halloween, but not from an old person's perspective. That's not very interesting. Need to do it from a kid's perspective. I found a nine-year-old, very intelligent, very articulate, that can serve as an expert on children's Halloween. Now, you clowns out there that are picturing me driving around in a windowless van trying to find some kids to talk to about Halloween. That's not at all what happened. This is not creepy at all. The young man serving as our expert witness is the son of a kid who played for me and the grandson of two of my high school friends. In fact, his grandfather and I were teammates on state championship wrestling teams. So I go way back with this family. Nothing creepy at all. Well, Nothing unusually creepy for me at all. So, with all that said, let's get to what's on my mind with a nine-year-old expert on Halloween. So, I want to talk a little bit about Halloween from the viewpoint of a kid. And um, I, I think I could 
probably call you an expert on Halloween. You think that sounds about right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I understand that you actually listen to the podcast from time to time. Is that correct? I love your podcast so much. Really? I always, yeah, I always ask when we're in the car, it's always, Dad, can we listen to the Old Man podcast? <laughs> That's awesome. What do you like the best about it, James? Because that'll help me do a real good job. Yeah, I like um, the stories. Yeah, I like everything. Okay. Do you play the trivia? Yeah, sometimes. I let answer questions like the Amelia Earhart one from last well, Sunday. All right. Well, I got some trivia questions on Halloween candy, and um, I'm going to invite you to participate in that at the end. Does that sound like fun? Sure. Okay. James, tell, us, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how old you are, and what kinds of stuff you like to do. I'm nine years old, and... um. I like to play sports. I play um, soccer, baseball, and basketball. I got a lot of Kit Kats for Halloween, and I love Kit Kats, so I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I would be too if I had a bunch of kids. Let's let's move into that topic then. So, how, how long have you been a Halloween expert? How long have you been a big fan of Halloween? Since I first went trick or treating when I was two. Okay, so you you've been connected to Halloween pretty much all of your long life, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that can I consider you an expert, James? Every nine year old is an expert on holidays like Halloween. I think I hope you enjoy nine nine years old. I feel like that's a great age. I tell my own daughter she's twenty two now, and I tell her that she reached her peak at nine. Are you enjoying being nine years old? Oh yes. Um, when every time when our parents went to like high school and college, they had number nine. So I feel so number nine is like our lucky number. So I feel like I'm at my luckiest point in my life. I love that. You should go buy one of them Powerballs. It's like one point five billion dollars. That's a lot of Kit Kat bars, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> All right. So, what is the funnest thing about Halloween for you? For being a, for a nine-year-old, what's the most fun you can have in Halloween? Looking at like how everybody decorates their house. Okay, all right. Did you see some well-decorated houses? Yes, our cousins who live just a few blocks away always decorate their house so well. Okay, what what's good about it that you like? Do they have scary stuff? Oh, yeah, like they have the motion sensors. And in one house, I didn't want to set off a motion sensor. And I saw the cord and like a pressure plate, but it was a carpet. So I, I skipped over that. But then I realized they didn't want you to step on the cord. So I'm like, why did I skip over that? <laughs> well, you're just trying to be careful. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Do you uh, Did you see some interesting costumes? Um, yeah. Um, school friends who live, like, right down the street from us, their dad was, um, had some kind of alcohol, and I thought he looked like a bunny, and then when he put up his hood, I could see he was a Yeti, but I still, but he still mostly looked like a bunny. (laughs) Big difference between a Yeti and a bunny, isn't there? Yep. What did you dress up as? A ninja. Ah, okay. Well, do you do uh, martial arts, like taekwondo or anything like that? 
No, but I just dressed up as a ninja like last year because I didn't want to be anything else. Well, ninja's a good costume. You, yeah. You know, if somebody doesn't think that you're going to save them or anything if they're being, you know, being a ninja is a lot of responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the best costume you saw was your friend's dad, who was a Yeti. Yes. I like that one a lot. All right. That sounds like a good one. Now, candy-wise, you already alluded to you got a bunch of Kit Kat, huh? Yep. What's your most favorite Halloween candy? I like Kit Kat, but Snickles are also good, but... Yeah, those are my two number ones. Okay, do you trade candy with your friends ever? Mm, no. <laughs> Nobody's going to, you don't want to get rid of your good stuff, huh? Yeah, I don't think we're allowed to anyways. Oh, okay. Well, that brings up another question. I'll circle back to candy for a second. Did you guys go door to door on the street or did you do a trunk or treat or, or what all did you do for Halloween? At our neighborhood, there's an exact mile loop, so we always do that for trick-or-treat. And we always do finish, like, off our street. Like, so the mile goes left, but we always finish off the right side of our street. Okay. Do do a lot of kids do that same thing, walk, walk your street? I'm not sure, but, yeah, a lot of kids do. Well, I'm glad to hear that because that's kind of a... Uh... Uh, knock on Halloween for kids for, from the perspective of us old people. We remember the days when kids all went out trick-or-treating. It doesn't seem like they do that much anymore. They do trunk-or-treats or things like that. But you're telling me where you live, it's um, cool to go out trick-or-treating. Yeah. One thing I, lo- I loved about this one is when um, at the end I laid my candy bag in one of the trails. My grandpa, I think you know him, he was sitting giving off treats. My um, great-great-grandma um, went to the bathroom, so I pretended to be dead, like, right in front of it. And then some people came along. They were, like, teenage girls. One of them was Harry Potter, and she was like, is that real? And they thought it was a dummy, so I poked. So they poked me with the wand, and they're like, ooh, it is real. And then one of them snatched a piece of candy and ran away. And then one of them went, I want candy. And then they were, like, halfway between our house and another house when I got up and sat in the seat. And they were like, it is real. And I'm like, happy Halloween. (laughs) That's awesome. That's a great trick. I did that with my little boy once when he was young. Not, yeah. Now he's grown up, but yeah. yeah. I know your grandpa. He's kind of a, he's a funny guy, isn't he? He likes to play jokes. He's a jokester. Mm-hmm. Like a us old grandpa. Yes, he's a great grandpa. Okay, so let's go back to the candy. You like Kit Kat and you like Snickers. Is there a candy that you don't like? No, not really. I like all candy. Well, I like your attitude. I'm with you on that one. Have you, uh, are you a practitioner of eating candy corn i love candy corn okay all right do you eat it all year round or just when halloween's coming up if i see candy corn i'll always try and eat some no kidding and yeah anytime if it's spring summer winter halloween all right you're a fan of candy corn would i would i was looking up some candy trivia questions like i told you and I, one of the questions, I'm not going to ask it, but I'm going to ask you if you want to guess, 
How many pounds of candy corn do you think are sold every year? I've heard of this. We have a book about um surprising facts. I've heard about this, and it's like five thousand nine hundred eighty-eight. Uh, that might be on Halloween, but for the whole year, would you believe it's thirty-five million? That's a lot. Limited candy corn for the rest of my life. I think that's more than I could eat. Yeah, that's a lot more than anybody could eat. That's a lot of candy corn. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear you like candy corn. That's all. Some of the non-chocolate stuff like Starburst and Skittles and things, are they okay with you? Yeah, I like Skittles a lot, and but Starburst are good, but I like the big packs of the mini ones. Okay, yeah, the mini ones only got like two in there. You're right. That's kind of a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, did you find or did any of your friends say anything about people handing out things that weren't candy? Like some people give gum, sometimes they give money, anything like that that you heard of? Yeah, we um we actually got some. I got some pieces of gum and on the house that the girls were going to, we got a glow-in-the-dark necklace. Ooh, that does sound interesting. Did you like that? Yeah. Oh, yes. Me and... My younger sister got one because our older sister was trick-or-treating with her friends. All right. Well, you know what? A glow-in-the-dark necklace, necklace, that is a great thing because uh, it'll help keep you safe. Cars can see you. That person yeah. made a good idea. That was a good idea. I, I took it off and put it in my bag but because we already had like a glow stick necklace. Okay. Yeah. So you you were doubled up. I get that. All right, anything else that happened on Monday night that you would like to tell me about that was really, really cool and interesting? Oh, um, when we got, so the neighbors on our right side always have like a screen that plays Halloween videos. And when we were at a house near the end of the mile, they said something about a spooky bridge that there, there that crosses the lake. And it wasn't, it was like the least, it was like the complete opposite of spooky. It was just plain, but there was a lot of dust. Like, if you had a flashlight and you shone it up, you could see, like, a bunch of dust. So that was pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like somebody went through a lot of trouble to make that work. Anything else on Halloween? We're going to move into trivia. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I'm fine. Nothing. No, nothing else really exciting about Halloween that I can remember. Okay. Which, by the way, which holiday do you like best? Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas? No, I like them all. But if I had to pick my very favorite, it would probably be like Christmas or like Easter. Like I didn't include Easter. My bad. You're right. Easter's good. That's another yeah. candy. Hunt. Yeah. I think Christmas is the best too. I gotta yeah. agree with you. Like holy related holidays, I like them. Yeah. Well, maybe I, we can do this again when we get ready to do Christmas and you can talk about things that nine-year-olds like to have for Christmas. You can give us some ideas on things to get kids for Christmas. Yeah, we ha um, there's another thing on Monday. We had a Halloween party at school at the end uh, of the day. I bet the kids were all jacked up and school was kind of crazy on a Monday that's Halloween, right? Yeah. Like we yeah. played... Um, there was, we played um, charades, we made slime, and we, like, so we made 
they had slime and we like made it look like a potion and yeah we that halloween party was pretty good that's the best way to end up school you should have a party every day yeah all right that's it for all the questions i had for you in summation james how much fun was halloween if it was a scale from one to ten Probably a nine out of ten. The only thing that could could have gone better if uh, if I would have gotten more candy. Well, I'm with you, brother. Candy makes Halloween go round. That's no for no doubt. Thank you for being on my podcast, James. And I'll be playing this starting on Sunday, so you can listen to yourself. You're famous now. I've got some jokes for you if you want to. I do. Tell me, I should have asked you that. Tell me some of the best Halloween jokes you ever heard. I've not heard great Halloween jokes. Well, why did the skeleton not go to the dan- um pa- dance party? Why did the skeleton not go to the dance? Well, you got me. I don't know. He didn't have no body to dance with. All right. All right. That's a good one. I like that. Give me some more. I don't have any more Halloween ones, but I have oh. some just jokes. and. Well, yeah, we can use them for Halloween. Give me some jokes. Why did the dad cross the road? That's got to be a good one. Go ahead, James. Tell me why the dad crossed the road. To talk to another dad. Are you saying dads talk a lot? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to argue with that. You got another one for me? Um, yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Spell. Spell who? Okay. W-H-O. Uh, you know what? I, th- I felt like that was coming. I missed that. That's awesome. Great joke, James. You got any more? There's some in the back of my mind, but I can't remember how they go. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anytime uh, you want, you feel like you want to invite me, I'm always ready. Okay, James, I love it. Thank you very much. You have fun at school. Bye, Coach Strip, and thank you for letting me be on your podcast. Well, thank you, James, for wanting to do it. I really appreciate it. Thank you, and you you do good. You keep doing good, all right? Okay. All right, buddy. Bye. Keep making these those great podcasts. I will. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I remember when, the segment I like to throw in every now and again, when something strikes my fancy and makes me remember, well, normally good things. And that is the case. Just recently, went to the old place where I used to work to watch a football game. The home team did not win, but it was still a great experience. Almost as soon as we got there, we started seeing people that we knew, and in particular, an old as in hadn't seen him for 15 years, parent and his son, who was a player of mine, this parent was an extremely involved parent for what you would say the 1990s was in terms of an involved parent. Because an extremely involved parent in the 1990s had an entirely different meaning to it than it would be to say they're an extremely involved parent in 2022. The connotation of an extremely involved parent in the year 2022 kind of has a bad meaning to it. 
seeing, we'll just say Chad's dad, I don't want to give out any names without permission, seeing Chad and Chad's dad made me realize that at the time how oblivious I was and that now, finally now, I really appreciate all those incredibly supportive parents like him. They were involved and in the 90s that pretty much meant what can I do to help? They just wanted to help. They'd bring food for their kids. They'd help set up for contests. They'd help clean up. They didn't have anything that they wanted out of the relationship other than they wanted to help. And when I or any of my colleagues as coaches were engaged with that parent's kid, son or daughter, we pretty much felt that they were completely backing us. We never felt that parents were working against us. It was rare. I mean, it happened. I should never say never. It did happen. But for the most part, we always felt like the parents were supportive. And those very few that weren't, they stuck out like sore thumbs. Now, most parents that are highly engaged and highly involved are not all that supportive. But not all of them. Some really are. And they stick out. So maybe I shouldn't complain. Back in the day, the bad parents stuck out. Now the good ones do. But at any rate, let me finish on my rant. Now, honestly, I've had some incredible parents of the kids that played on my teams in these last 10 years. It's just that that is too few of an occurrence. What then is the major difference between the so-called good parent and the, let's just say, not ideal parents of a kid that plays sports? Two things jump out at me. One, they've been the coach to this point and they expect to carry on with that as he or she moves into high school. Two, the reason why the kid plays, why they push the kid to play. Play is used to be the end. Playing on the team, getting the experience of participating, it benefited the kid and that's what the parents wanted. Now, parents see participation in sports as a means to a different end. That end being the mythological college scholarship, more on that in another podcast, and or even a professional career in that sport. A real solid rant on this topic is going to take several episodes, and that's coming. So a little preview for you coming down the road. Not what's wrong with kids these days. It's going to be what's wrong with parents these days. But right now, I just want to say publicly, thanks to all those great parents that I was able to work with, really work for, in the 90s. I wish I would have appreciated you then, but I miss you guys now. All right, everybody, gather around. Time for Coach's Pep Talk. I'm going to do a real quick pep talk for you. As I said, I like to respect my listeners' time. and You don't need hour-long podcast. You just need something to fill a few minutes of your day, and I appreciate you taking the time to use this podcast to do that. By the way, if you like it, you think it's worthwhile, please pass it on to other people that you know, uh, people that you barely know that work too. Anyway, let me give you the quote that I'm going to use for pep talk, and then I'll tell you who said this. You're going to be a little bit surprised. The quote goes something like this. You go through life wondering, what is it all about? 
But at the end of the day, it's all about family. The author of that quote, Rod Stewart. That's right. Rock singer, Rod Stewart. You go through life wondering, what is it all about? But at the end of the day, it's all about family. That's a great quote, and I appreciate it coming from Rod Stewart. I would imagine being a rock star, it's hard to have a good family life. I don't know, because I'm not a rock star, but I would just imagine that it is. Listen, folks, I'm telling you something that you already know. And I just intend to remind you during this special holiday time of the year that's coming up to really appreciate what you have in the way of family. I have had the honor to recently be invited into the family sphere, if you will, of several families, and I have felt uplifted by what I've seen. It's just cool to see somebody else's family, and I wonder, am I doing it as good as they are? I hope that I am. I guess that's the issue. Sometimes we really can't see the trees because of the forest. And I just want to make sure that everyone, myself included, doesn't forget all of those little experiences that happen, all those little things that we do with the ones that we care about. Because if you are wondering what it is all about, at the end of the day, it's all about family. So thank you to Rod Stewart. I am definitely going to be making sure that I keep in mind that at the end of the day, it's all about family. Yay! So, James, let's play some Halloween trivia. You ready? Yep. You probably haven't seen this, so this question might be um, beyond your grasp. It's a scary, scary movie. Nine-year-olds don't watch scary, scary movies. But you probably heard of the movie Halloween. Have you heard of that? No. Okay, it's about a guy named Michael Myers. He's a real scary dude. And um, they had the last one. It started it 40 years ago, and they had the last one come out this year. And there's a, a real good trivia question about the mask that the bad guy wears and um, where that mask originally um, came from. So ask your dad, he's standing next to you, ask him if he knows where the Michael Myers mask came from. He said it came from the movie Halloween. He's right about that, but there's a there's a backstory on this mask that it's a great trivia question, and not a lot of people know it. You don't happen to know who William Shatner is, do you? No. Okay, he, he played Captain Kirk in Star Trek a long time before your dad was even born. And I thought about, yeah, I thought about that movie. Okay, and it's a mask. It's his face spray painted white. It's William Shatner's face spray painted white. That's a I great. See, I've seen that Go mask ahead. before. Okay, then you know the, the mask. I was, yeah, the cousin I was talking about, he had a white mask that was white. That's it. That's it, and it it looks it's scary because it's kind of just blank. But that's, uh, that's the captain of the Starship Enterprise. That's his face. How about the movie Hocus Pocus? Did you see those movies? There's two of I've, them now. I've seen two. I don't really... I've never seen one, and I don't really want to. I've seen, like, the rest of the 40 minutes of Hocus Pocus, too. So okay. I know, a, I know a bit about Hocus Pocus. Most of the people tell me that Hocus Pocus 1 is better than 2. I like the end of 2. Okay. 
All right. Well, I'll give you that. Um, do you know that that wasn't the original name? Do you happen to know what the original name to Hocus Pocus was supposed to be? I don't know, but Three Witches? That That is a great guess. It's not right, but it's a fabulous guess. The actual answer is Halloween House. That was supposed to be the name of Hocus Pocus. Oh. Does that make sense? Because I guess their house is involved in it somehow. Yeah. Their okay. house became a museum. There you go. That was going to be the name of it, Halloween House. And they changed the name to Hocus Pocus uh, because it became a more of a comedy. It was supposed to be a scary movie. And they figured kids are going to be watching it. So they made it more funny than scary. Yeah. That's good. All right. Here's a question for you about animals. What animal is normally associated with Halloween? There's a lot of animals that have like a Halloween monster in their name. Okay. Um, this one, you'll see pictures of this animal in Halloween decorations and stuff. I'm kind of thinking Goblin Shark, but on the other hand, Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, the Tasmanian Devil's a good idea, but uh, this one's uh, it, it's black. I'll give you a hint. Black. And you might have one in your house. Black Widow? <laughs> Another great guess. No, Black Cat. Oh. Yeah, cats. Black cats are normally associated with Halloween. And that goes back to the times of the Puritans. Are you familiar with them? No. Okay. That was uh, people that came here from England on boats and for religious reasons, and they felt like black cats had something to do with witchcraft. So they associated black cats with bad things, with bad spirits and whatnot. And Halloween being a spirit night, it just became natural for black cats to be associated with Halloween. But you know what's crazy about that? Can, black cats are considered good luck in many cultures. That's yeah. crazy, right? I want a black cat or like a black dog because people consider them bad luck. So, well, this is your lucky year. We've already established that. Yeah. You're nine. Yeah. yeah, you're nine. All right. Here's what you said you like candy corn. This is a hard one. This is a hard one, James. It's about candy corn. What was candy corn originally called? It wasn't always called candy corn. In the beginning, it had a different name. Do you know what the original name of candy corn was? Sugar corn? That's a, a beautiful answer because it is nothing but sugar. No, not sugar corn. You want to take another guess? Corn? Pretty close. Um, it was originally called seed. Oh, I've heard of that before on a Have candy you? corn commercial. Okay, would you eat candy corn if it was called chicken feed instead? I would probably eat more of it. <laughs> All right, I love the honesty. All right, I got one more trivia question, James. You ready? We're going to try to go out with a win. You ready? Okay, yeah. All right, there's a magician, a famous magician who died on Halloween. Do you know who that is? No. He was an escape artist as well. A magician, escape artist that died on Halloween. Yes, do I have no guess. Okay. Have you heard of Houdini? I thought of the great Houdini. Like, well, if people make well, jokes of dogs. 
Close. Harry Houdini died on Halloween. Do you know how he died? No. He died by getting punched to the stomach. He challenged a kid or a person to punch him in the stomach, and the guy punched him before he was ready, and it damaged his organs on the inside, and it killed him. That's terrible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. That's all the trivia I got for you, James. Did you have fun with that? Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't get to them more, I, I still liked hearing the answers. I did, too. And see, now you're five trivia questions smarter. At age nine... You got a long life ahead of you and you got a lot to learn. You just learned five new things. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Well, everybody knows what that means. The old man has got to go. I certainly had fun. It was great listening to nine-year-old James' take on Halloween. Being a kid, man, that's the greatest thing ever. If you liked this episode, please pass it on. Heck, if you didn't like it, pass it on anyway. Find me on Facebook. It's the Old Man's Podcast page. Find it on Facebook. Like it. Stay in tune. Make some comments. Love to hear from listeners. You can do that a lot of different ways. You can do it through the Anchor app. You can do it on my website, which can be found on PodPage. Hearing from the listeners helps me make a better product, so I appreciate you taking the time to do that. It has been super spending time with you. Looking forward to it again next week. Everybody be safe out there, and remember, even though Halloween's behind us, we still got lots of playing to do, and when you play, play boldly. Get off my grass! Damn kids.